Right now, today, I am not sufficient to achieve some of the extraordinary goals and ambitions of my life. I don't have the skill set for that yet. I don't. I don't have the network for that yet. Some of the things I want to build and build and serve and do and donate, I don't have the wealth for that yet. I don't. Now, that doesn't make myself, who I am, my spirit, deficient in any way. There's only two differentiators I've ever seen of the billionaire level mindset. One, they practice the high performance habits. Second though, they see possibility where everybody else tends to see nothing. There is no study that I've seen outside of that that shows a higher correlation with long-term success, well-being, and relationships. It's the difference maker. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success. 
right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I can tell you and remind you today's topic is on wealth mindset. There's only two differentiators I've ever seen of the billionaire level mindset. Let's just talk it through. Only two differences. One, they practice the high performance habits. Second, though, is this. They see possibility where everybody else tends to see nothing. I know that sounds so flippant, but it's true. You know, you, you walk with somebody who has a lot of material means, you can walk through any situation, any place in the world, and they're going to see possibility. They're going to see possibility that is beyond their ability. They're going to see possibility beyond their ability. You know what? I'm going to draw this out. Watch this here. You know how often people will often say, Oh, well, you know, it's just like, what's really here is I, I am, I'm, it's, I am possible. I, this really says I am possible. You ever heard that before? What, what I've learned from the most successful people in the world is actually, they just go, yeah, there's stuff that's possible beyond me. That's the differentiator. They're like, no, no, no. Other people have done this before. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before. I don't have the skills. I don't have the training. I don't have the resources. So I guess my job is to go build those things so I can experience what those people have. And that's the switch point. I know in personal development, we're supposed to say, I'm possible. I'm possible. But also, I want to let you know, since we're talking about wealth mindset and I'm the performance edge guy, to give it a little edge, if you allow me to push a little bit. Can I push today a little bit? Yeah. I just want to say, I'll start with me. I am not sufficient right now today to achieve some of the extraordinary goals and ambitions of my life. Now, I know the spiritual teacher's like, oh, did you just say that? How can you do that? I'm not. I don't have the skill set for that yet. I don't. I don't have the network for that yet. I don't. Some of the things I want to build and build and serve and do and donate, I don't have the wealth for that yet. I don't. Now, that doesn't make myself, who I am, my spirit, deficient in any way. It doesn't make me bad. It doesn't make me feel unworthy or lacking in deservedness. It just means I can be honest and go, you know what? I can't do that yet. Can you all follow this? I think we've gotten a place where people get confused on this one. It is okay to recognize that you're not yet good enough to do something. 
I'm not yet good enough to make seven free throw shots in a row. I've seen other people do it. I can train myself to do it, but I'm not good enough to do it now. And we get so hooked about this in our culture today that we've made it everyone's good enough. Naturally, out of the womb, everyone is perfect and everyone's great. Give them all trophies. Don't acknowledge their deficiencies in any way. Just allow them to run amok and just be themselves. And I'm the guy go, hey, you suck at some stuff. Can anyone acknowledge that? You suck at some stuff. If you ever saw the first time I turned on a video camera, the guy with a billion video views, the guy who's made $200 million with his videos on the internet, $200 million. The first time I turned on that camera, <laughs> hi, I'm Brendan. Uh, hi, I'm, <clears throat> hey, ah, ah, and I couldn't, ah. Who's done video? You know what I'm talking about? You can't even explain yourself. It just drives you insane. I was in the, I sucked at that. I sucked at that for years. I sucked. Terrible. Awful. And I loved it. Because sucking at something does not mean you're undeserving or unworthy. It just means you haven't built the skill yet. And that's okay. That is a safe thing to acknowledge. People need safe spaces. Okay. Here's my safe space. You suck at a lot of things. And you can get better. I think that's good to acknowledge. But there is levels to this game. And what I'm referencing with this one, seeing possibility, when I'm around people who've gained extraordinary material wealth and influence, it blows me away the conversations they have. They'll be sitting around talking, and they'll say things like, you know what, we need to do something about the situation in the Middle East. Are you a politician? No. Have you ever done something there? Polit- no. We just, I want, I want to do something to contribute. I'm going to find a way. Oh. Okay. Or I remember one time, in a, uh, one of the, I was in San Francisco, and I was dirt poor. And I'm walking with um, the landlord of the building that I'm in. I'm take, I've asked him to go for a walk because I have to tell him I can't afford rent anymore. So I'm going for a walk, and I'm going to ask him for a favor. I'm going to ask for three free months of rent. Because I figure if I can make three months, if he'll give me these three months of rent, I, I can take that, you know, that time and hopefully start something on the side or ask for a promotion at work. I can figure something out. So we go for a long walk around Dolores Park in San Francisco for the Californians in the room. And we're walking around there. And I'm about to ask him for this break on rent. And he points to this building. He says, don't you think that's a beautiful building? I said, that's a beautiful building. He goes, I, I want to buy that one day. Now, the place I was living in is what we call in Montana a shithole. <laughs> Now, I'm not swearing. I'm, I'm referencing a fact, okay? You all know I don't swear. I'm just saying where I'm from, that's what it is called. So I'm not swearing. I'm thinking this guy owns this. This place. He's pointing at this glorious, amazing building. It looks brand new. I mean, it's like 10 stories. I mean, it's this stunning, beautiful place. And I'm like... In my mind, I'm like, well, this guy is dreaming. 
I mean, but then I'm thinking, but I'm about to ask him for three months free. He's going to say no. I know he's going to say, because he wants to buy that, and I'm trying to cheap him out. <laughs> so we're walking, I just said, well, how do you think you could ever afford to do that? He goes, well, I don't know how I can, but you said ever? Yeah, I think someday I can. Because I said, how do you think you could ever afford to do that? And he caught on the word ever. And I never forgot that. Because to him right now, it was not possible. Right? It was not possible for him and his savings. I, who he was currently, could not afford that building. He just saw it as a possibility. Someday I can do that. You know, he owns that building today and 17 others in San Francisco, California. (laughs) 17 others. This was 17 years ago. I caught up with him last week because I was going to, someone tell this story. He goes, yeah, tell my own 17 building. I'm like, (laughs) unbelievable. He didn't let me out of the rent, by the way. (laughs) He said, Brendan, the thing is, I can't let you out of this rent because a lot of people ask to be let out of the rent. And if I did that for everybody, I would not have a place to live. So instead, what you need to do is you need to ask what you can do beyond what you're already doing. And man, when you're broke, you hate that advice. (laughs) Anyone, Anyone ever been there? You hate that. You're like, do more? Screw you. It feels terrible. And he was right. I had to be sort of forced to look at him like, okay, what what else can I do? I'll tell you what I did later today. It's about learning to see things differently. Some of you can only see the quality of love you have in your marriage right now. And your lens of seeing your marriage isn't about what can an extraordinary relationship look like. Your lens is how bad has it been the last three months? Sometimes you have that teenager who just hits 16 and a half and somehow (laughs) they turned into that 16 and a half year old monster and you can only see that one. You can barely remember the cute one. You can barely remember how much you told everyone they're the apple of the eye and you're so close and all you can think about is make sure you keep the knives away. You know, you're just like, what is going on? I can't, can't stand this kid. Why are they acting like this? Why do I want it? You're losing your mind. You feel unhealthy. It feels dramatic. It's hard to see the possibility of those relationships repairing. When you're earning 30 grand a year and you're killing yourself to make it, To be able to see the possibility of a million dollars a year, it's it's like impossible. But the people who break through, they just see possibility. Now, I wondered academically for the dorks and the nerds in the room, I wondered if it was because they had higher levels of creativity. So we measured it. We couldn't correlate income and creativity more than the high-performance habits. So they weren't gifted with some level of creativity. It was the decision. They were looking for possibility. They were constantly on the lookout for opportunities. They could just walk in a theater and go, oh, you know, if they change this, they did this, they did this. I bet, I mean, how many of you walked into this theater today and you thought of 10 different things we could do better? Anybody? <laughs> oh, stand up if you did. 
<laughs> yeah, don't worry, you're gonna get shot with a BB gun. No, hey, hey, those are the earners. Can I point something out? I just counted, speed counted, I counted 11 people who just stood up. There's over 1,000 people here. 11 thought that way. That's a pretty good indication of the rest of the world. It's really about 10 to 15% who are high performing. And it's done academically too. You, you can give people different puzzles and different prompts in academic setting. And it just some people, they're going to make the decision to look for different angles. They're maybe gonna break the rule. They're gonna invent another third thing. They're, there's, they're thinking beyond what's here. Does that make sense? Think beyond what's happening. Think beyond what's here. And here's the thing. You need to take the time to do that. How often do we just get so myopic in handling our life, handling our world, being in business, that that old metaphor you've heard, don't work always in the business, sometimes work on the business. It's about checking perspective and seeing the possibility. You got to realize people have done things that are amazing. They've built cars. They've built rockets. They've gone to other planets. They've earned more. They've started companies more. The first time I started, I, co I coached a woman. It's in the story of, in, in my book, High Performance Habits. The woman who, if you remember this chapter, she had 10,000 employees. This broke my brain. Like, I could not even fathom it. But you know what? That's what successful people do, is they can fathom things beyond they can think of things beyond where they're at. Think of things beyond where they are at. See ways to improve things, see ways to change things. And they spend a lot of time thinking of that versus rumination, versus thinking about the past, versus thinking about all the worries. It's not that they're not realistic, by the way, because that's another thing I studied. I said, A, are they more creative? Or B, are they just you know, less realistic. But on their scale of realism, it was no different than people who didn't achieve. So it's not about they were unrealistic. They were just as realistic as everybody else. They just took the time to see beyond what's there. And that gave them motivation. That gave them drive. They could see beyond the current moment. I want you to think about this in your life. When I started public speaking, I'm sorry, I should say, started the dream for public speaking, I would lay in bed at night and I would imagine getting to communicate about my story. And I won't belabor everybody here because most of you all have been in my world for a while, but my car accident story. And I would imagine telling my car accident story, which essential message is you have second chance at life every day. Earn it. Earn it. Earn the gift of life every day because it's precious. And when you have that motivation, that mortality motivation, life feels different. When you recognize that life can end, which is what I learned from my car accident, I was like switched into a different gear. And I remember as I started deciding, I want to tell that story one day. I would lay in bed and I would see myself on huge stages, stadiums and arenas talking about God's gift to me of my second chance, about how that turned my life around and turned me into the study of personal development and psychology. How that one simple moment bleeding out on the hood of a car made this young kid who was miserable decide to look beyond himself 
and study personal development because I knew I didn't know how to be happy. I realized I had to train myself how to be happy. I knew other people were happy. I knew other people even studied happiness. So I said, I'm, I'm going to study that, and I'm going to get better at that. So I would sit there in my hole of an apartment, <laughs> literally sitting there dreaming and thinking of being on stages. Now, I couldn't speak at all. Like, I would, like, if you had, at that point in my life, if you gave me this stage, I would just stand right there. They'd have to push me out on here, and then I'd come out here and probably dance. But, you know, I would, <laughs> it would be awful. So I would sit and visualize something that didn't even exist. Who are the visualizers in this room up in here? Yeah. Turn the person up right, shake them, say, you have to see the future. <laughs> I think you have to realize that you have to see possibility. And I know I'm not giving the greatest examples today, but I hope it resonates. I want you to understand, in 17 years working every day of my life, seven days a week, studying successful people, working with them, coaching them, I don't study them as a podcaster. I study them in such a way that I'm only paid if I get them actual results. That's my job. That's my highest earning is doing this work. And I'm telling you, the one distinction I can tell you is they see possibility more. But they had to teach themselves to do that because guess what? They also focused on, just like everyone else, they focused on the bills. They focused on the problems. We imagined they didn't have the bills and the problems and the issues. No, they did. But see, some of us, we put 100% of our attention on our current circumstances and problems. They maybe give 20%. 30%. And a lot of their time is looking for new opportunities, developing skill set, getting around mentors, joining groups, being in masterminds, getting around other successful people in volunteer groups so they can see, oh, I had to get around really successful people. That changed my life. That's what changed my life. I got around people who were dedicated to success. That for me was joining a free group called Kiwanis. Any Kiwanians in the room or know what that is? Your parents were Kiwanians? Yay, we got some Kiwanians in the room. That's amazing. They don't clap for themselves because we teach humility in Kiwanis. <laughs> I joined a, back then, Kiwanis was mostly a Christian movement, kind of like Rotary or Lions Club, if you ever heard of those. Those all began as spiritual or religious communities that did good and volunteered in the communities. I joined one. I was 21, maybe. And everybody else in the group, the minimum age was 56 years old. <laughs> but they were all the volunteers and the wealthy people in San Francisco, California. So I joined, and every twice a month, we all went to breakfast together. We'd sit there for breakfast. We'd talk about how things were going. They'd have a little speaker come up and talk. The speaker would come up and talk. Then we'd talk about how we're going to volunteer out in the community or raise some money for something in the community. And that was the meeting, twice a month. I had never met really wealthy people yet. That whole room was wealthy. That changed my life because I could start seeing possibility. See, if you're in your house and you're not watching courses or being part of groups or doing things like this, it's hard to see a bigger possibility, isn't it? Sometimes you're thinking, oh, if I could just make an extra 50 bucks online and then you meet somebody making 10 million bucks online, you're like, what? That's what happened to me. I was like, what? I met 
back in the day, John Reese and Jeff Walker and Frank Kern and all the Andy Jenkins, all these guys, they were doing a million dollar launches on the internet. And I was like, I just wanted to sell 10 books. I was like, if I can get this book and 10 people can buy it, that's $300 for me. I was after the 300, anyone ever just, your whole thing is, you just want 300 extra bucks a month. That is like, that's, for me, $300 a month was a huge, that was crazy money. That was million, like at some point, I know you all probably been there. If you've never been there, I'm telling you, you're blessed. I hope you feel so wealthy. I mean, because my entire goal in my entire life was to make $40,000 a year. That was my goal. I thought 40,000, I was like, 40,000? What are you gonna do with $40,000? That's like, my parents working two full-time jobs between both of them, they never reached that when we were growing up. I mean, that was so much money, it was unfathomable to me. So I meet these guys, they're making a million dollars. And you know what was amazing? I didn't know how to do that. I saw them doing it. I could see there was a path. Everyone say, I could see there was a path. Yeah. I want you to start seeing possibility. I want you to see possibility all the time. We're going to talk about how to break that down a little bit more. But you know if your wealth has been trapped in your mental cage. Because sometimes all you see is your circumstances. You're not seeing beyond and seeing the possibility. And that is hard to tell people. That's why education is so important around the world. That's why it's important to study and to grow up and also get around successful volunteers in your community because they think differently. They, they see outside themselves. They see to be of service. And that's that decision to be of service. So often, the wealth starts taking care of itself if you have a path after a while. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. US presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10 digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan. And I wanna tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook 
was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.